Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Think you can swim with the sharks? Talk with Mr. Great White himself, Roy Green. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. You heard uh, Dr. or Professor Jason Busa on uh, the opioids and the guidelines for 2017, which the federal government wanted and which was prepared by uh, a team of physicians out of McMaster University in Hamilton. So I'm assuming the federal government isn't particularly happy with what they saw, and so they started to nitpick and look for problems, and they found that there were relationships with some doctors and pharmaceutical companies in the sense that the doctors had worked with pharmaceutical companies in the past and had maybe uh, spoken for them at uh, various conventions, etc. And that is an issue. I think you might have a problem finding, I don't know, but I think you might have a problem finding doctors who are expert on something, specifically in the healthcare field, who have not interacted with pharmaceutical companies uh, because they need the physician's input and the physician's advice. doesn't make it a bad relationship. But when you're contravening the objectives of the political class, then they have to find a problem. By the way, 800-263-2428, my number, 800-263-2428. Here's my question for you. Are you living with chronic pain? That's all I'm asking. Because I have some more questions for you after that. You don't have to give us your correct name, and we won't ask you where you're calling from in Canada. Are you living with chronic pain? That's all I'm asking. 800-263-2428. Let me add one thing. Have you ever been prescribed opioids? 1-800-263-2428. Before I read you what I placed on my blog... This email, which I read last weekend, has just stayed with me. And uh, it reads, Sir, I have had four back surgeries in my life. Just think about that. Four back surgeries. If you've ever had a sore back, then you have an idea of what this listener has faced, four back surgeries. He goes on to write, I take 300 Tylenol 3s per month, and I do use marijuana in a smokable and edible way. I thank God that I'm still able to work. I need this medication to get by on a daily basis and to be a productive member of society. I'm an active member of my local union, and I feel for the people that need these medications that are being denied. Thank God my doctor understands. I take my medication to make it through the day. I'm in pain each and every day. The meds help me make the pain tolerable. By the way, let me ask our producer, Will, the call screen. Don't, don't screen anybody. Just get just get him on, on the line, okay? I don't want to ask questions. So here's what you'll find on my blog today. If you go to your chorus radio station where you're listening to this program now, just find the Roy Green Show page, and you'll see this blog. I'm going to read it to you. 
Dr. Jane Philpott, Federal Minister of Health, in a CBC interview suggested people with severe drug addictions perhaps be provided prescription heroin. The minister suggests this may save lives. Perhaps. The minister added, I know this is a challenging concept for some people to think about, but the reality is that when people go out on the streets, they often commit crimes to be able to get the drugs they need. They're buying dirty drugs, and they're dying. End quote. While all life is precious and drug addicts deserve consideration and care, I wish the federal minister and her provincial counterparts would show real compassion for the up to 1.5 million Canadians, or Canadian chronic pain patients, receiving opioid medications from their physicians. For these Canadians, for whom life without their opioids is intolerable agony, which can and does lead to suicide, there appears to be little compassion, caring, or understanding. Cut back their dosages to a maximum of 50 milligrams a day or taper them off to zero a day is the oft-repeated mantra. It's already happening. Chronic pain patients have called my program to relate their terror at such a prospect. They have openly talked of suicide. How well do their prescribed opioids support their lives? Quote, I'm able to function, able to go to work, able to live, said one caller. Without the opioids? The caller said nothing. Message received. I interviewed the editor of the 2017 Opioid Guideline for Non-Cancer Chronic Pain last weekend, Professor James Sasser of McMaster University. In light of the statement about prescription heroin for addicts, I will play back the interview, which I just did, right? And then I concluded this, uh, this post on my blog. In coming weeks, I'll follow up on the issue of chronic pain patients in Canada whose days begin in agony and for whom politicians, bureaucrats, and even doctors appear to have not nearly enough care and concern. For the Federal Minister of Health, who's a doctor herself, I would add this. Minister, you wish to provide prescription heroin for the severely addicted? Otherwise, they'll go to the streets and purchase the drugs they need? Quote, they're buying dirty drugs and they're dying, end quote, you say? Severely reduce or eliminate opioids from chronic pain patients for whom life becomes intolerable without their prescription medication, and you will perhaps be sending these Canadians to the street. Not to satisfy a non-health-related addiction, but rather to possibly control a vicious pain cycle. Then what, Minister? Will you then provide these Canadians with prescription heroin? Doesn't seem like a well-thought-out plan. You'll find that on the Roy Green Show page on your chorus radio station. Now, do you live with chronic pain? Have you ever been prescribed opioids? 1-800-263-2428. Shauna is in Hamilton. Hi, Shauna. Hi, Roy. Thank you for taking my call. And my pleasure. For, thank you for addressing this subject, too. It's uh, near and dear to my heart, for sure. In 2006, I had back surgery, and unfortunately, I ended up with an abscess in my spine, and the hardware came loose, and I ended up with a screw in my spinal cord. So ever since then, I've been on a combination between um, oxy, what was the oxycodone, um, as well as um, now I'm on uh, hydromorph content and uh, hydromorph, which is dilated, and um, all opioids, and I don't think I would survive without them in various shapes and forms. I have taken control of my opioid use uh, myself. I, um, I've i weaned myself down from very high doses. Um, I, you know, I pushed my doctor and I said I want to 
want to come down from some of these. So it was it was very easy to do as long as it was small, small, small doses. I didn't go through withdrawal um, because I did it very controlled and very small doses at the time. And now I'm down to, you know, something that I think is manageable. And I don't feel like an airhead all the time. Now, when you were taking the prescribed amount, because I've heard people say they don't feel as though they're they're not high, they're not, no. uh, not flying. The only thing that the opioid medication does is what any medication does. It makes your life better. It makes your life tolerable. And so when you were taking the opioids as prescribed by your physician before you started to taper yourself, which I think is probably the better way than to have somebody arbitrarily decide what you're allowed to have. Agreed. Uh, after the prescription's already been handed out, after you've already been taking a certain amount of the, pres- the opioids daily to control your pain. When you were taking the prescribed amount initially, could you have, if somebody had just said to you, um, we're going to cut you back to 50 milligrams or had threatened you, with a specific cutback, what what would the, that have done to you emotionally? Terror, absolute terror, um, because I have been through uh, withdrawal, and it's you are so sick. It feels like your skin is turned inside out, and you're dealing still dealing with the pain. Of course, yeah, yeah. But as long as you take it as prescribed, um, I'm working with a uh, a palliative care um, doctor now, actually, and um, we've we've worked out a dose that. Um, I don't feel the need to take more, and um, I feel that my pain is relatively well controlled. So what you're saying, what you're saying, Shauna, Mm -hmm. is is, is you're making the exact point that the politicians don't seem to want to understand, and that is the only reason that chronic pain patients, and I'm talking about the people I've talked to and I've communicated with off the air and I've talked to doctors, the only reason they take the medication is is in order to make their lives livable. They don't take them for any reason other than that. And if they're given an opportunity to, on their own, if they can, reduce the amount, they will. It's not a high. It's just to make life manageable. Absolutely. Um, To be truthful, I uh, recently had another infection in my spine, and uh, I was in such severe pain, I was seriously considering assisted suicide. That's how bad the pain was. And then I started working with, with this doctor, the palliative care doctor, and she managed to you know, get me balanced out so that um, you don't get high from it. Um, my understanding is that when you have you know, pain, you're... you're body is uh, making certain kinds of chemicals, and that's what these, these drugs are designed to attack, is these, these chemicals, or to neutralize these chemicals. So it's, it's not like, I would imagine if you take more than you need, you can probably get buzzy. I know that it, when I've had more than I needed, um, you know, it, it takes a while to find out where, where you are, um, where you need to be to be comfortable, or relatively comfortable, but not to be stupid. What a blessing to have a compassionate, caring, good doctor. Yeah. What a blessing. And if that compassionate, caring, good doctor suddenly has to fear for his or her license or livelihood because they're taking care of you and providing you what you need, that's the scary part. And that's where we, as a people, have to say to the politicians, not going to happen. You're not going to put a million and a half Canadians into jeopardy. They had a conference in Ottawa last year, they being the uh, the know-it-alls, the uh, political elites and the medical elites, the walking lab coats. Mm-hmm. They, they, had, they had a conference, and the only people they barred from the conference 
were the pain patients and the pain patients' doctors. Oh, isn't that, isn't that typical? Yeah. Thank you for the call, Shauna. Thank you very Take much. Take good sir. care of yourself. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. We'll come back with more calls, 800-263-2428. It's the Roy Green Show, and this is the Chorus Radio Network.